What's up, everybody? It's Jeffrey Lyles. You're listening to Lyles Movie Files. Uh, happy Halloween out there. Hope you all got a rack of candy. I am going through Snickers, Twix, Pixie Sticks uh, right now. Hopefully you don't hear me snorting the Pixie Sticks on the show. What's up, Chief? How are we doing? Hey, what's going on, fellas? What's going on, uh, everybody out there listening? And uh, happy Halloween. Gunner, what's up with you, man? Everything's good, man. Everything's gravy, man. Everything's gravy now. No curliness, no nothing. <laughs> and James. <laughs> James, what's up with you? I've had to rush, man. Just enjoying some uh, Skittles uh, since uh, I, I've been hiding them from the trick-or-treaters. So, it's good day. Right. Make sure to save the orange for me. Let's jump right into things here. There's some cool news items that I'm excited about. So we're starting to hear some more rumors about what's coming up on Disney's streaming service. And two of the shows are going to feature four Marvel characters, according to the rumors. Now, one of the big things that's going to be different from Marvel's streaming service compared to, say, Marvel Netflix, Kevin Feige is going to be in charge of these shows. He's going to be overseeing them kind of like he does the movies which should mean that the quality will be up to the movie level and won't be in danger of being canceled like the Marvel Netflix shows or the ABC shows. So I'm really excited because one of them that they've kind of just talked about yesterday is Winter Soldier and Falcon. So we're going to see the two cat BFFs teaming up on some sort of mission. And unlike the network shows, these Disney streaming shows aren't going to be extended for like 23 episodes. They're going to be nice and tight at six to eight episodes. I think that's great because they can spend all of the money on making them, these shows look good, high quality, and won't have to worry about um, divvying up the budget across 23 episodes. That's cool. And Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan had some really cool chemistry in Captain America Civil War, and I hope to see them play off that a little bit more in, a, in their own series. Next up is Scarlet Witch, who we already knew was getting a show, or quote-unquote new, because nothing's been confirmed by Disney yet. But joining her on her show is apparently going to be Paul Bettany's as a vision. Now, the interesting thing with this one is they could kind of do a flashback or an extended flashback to show what had happened over those two years where uh, after Civil War and how Vision and Scarlet Witch kind of fell further in love and kind of meeting up doing these rendezvous while they're away from their respective Avenger units. I'm looking forward to both of these. Fellas, what do you think? Uh, Gunner, let's start with you. Man, that sounds awesome. I mean, yeah, they, that, that that buddy cop, you know, you know what should be happening in Lethal Weapon, anyways. Um, is 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 looks like they could do that with uh Winter Soldier and Falcon. I mean, that was just kind of hilarious the way they were acting. So, I like that. Um, so yeah, a little more of that. That'd be cool. It's like we're all like in high school and we're like, man, that'd be cool if they did this, and they're and they're like doing it. So, oh my gosh. Yeah, it was like word. We already we we read your mind. We're comic book readers too, and we're geeks. So let's go. And then the. Uh, you say the Scarlet Witch Viz, yeah, that'd be cool. You know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't dig it, but I know exactly what target audience are going after, and that's fine with me. Let's get rid of Felicity and go for them. Uh, <laughs> just go straight at them. Um, 
yeah, I can see this. This is this is a great idea. I kind of hope they do more, you know, team ups. You know which ones I'm talking about. Hello, Heroes for Hire. You know what I mean? Daughters of oh, the Dragon. Definitely. I hope they keep going. With I hope they just keep going. So that would be sweet. You know what I mean? Now, I mean, yeah. One thing that I've read is that they're kind of looking at characters from the Marvel Cinematic Universe who haven't gotten solo standalone films. And the cool thing is some of these guys don't work well for uh, big blockbuster movies, but a TV series of six to eight episodes can really showcase how cool they are without the pressure of having to make 80 million or a hundred million at the box office. So I really like this approach and, um, and maybe they'll get to more characters who have been kind of underserved, um, I think they've done a but, good job in terms of giving everybody a spotlight. So these four kind of ones who are left right. out. I don't know about Hawkeye. See, I, I think that like if Hawkeye they would made be the Hawkeye. Yeah, well, I think if they the made Hawkeye. <laughs> if they made Hawkeye like they did in the comic book, I think it really would have worked. But because they made him like this Joe Blow kind of dude with his family, he didn't have that sense of humor that could carry a show if it was like right. comic book Hawkeye. And because right. of that, I don't see how he really fits in to any of these, really. But that's what I mean. Like, I hope they don't screw the pooch. You know what I mean? Like they did with like first season um, Iron Fist. Like I feel like they would do that. Like I don't know. So. That would be the end of it, and hopefully they don't do that. But you know, yeah. like I said, um, and like we've been saying, like yo, that you know the pithy, you know, amount of episodes, like the, you know, I mean, I like that the pithy seasons, like that's that's perfect. Eight, I mean, that seems to be the trend, right? You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. look at all the like a couple of Amazon shows, like Forever wasn't that long. Um, heck, what they did with uh, Insecure on HBO, that was eight, that was eight episodes, that was eight quality episodes compared to that second season, right? So. Yeah. I mean, that was, I mean, I don't know why uh, regular network TV can't do that, meaning CW. Like, I don't need 23 episodes of Black Lightning. Ten it's was all wonderful. about syndication. Well, Black Lightning is actually just going to be 13 episodes again. <clears throat> oh, did I miss that? I'm okay. Oh, thank God. But yeah. But it's mostly so they can max out for syndication. Once they crack that 100-episode mark, they can sell it and just recycle it through to various other networks like TNT and TBS and just keep them in rotation. So that's why they do it. But, man, it's not – it doesn't always lead to the best product. Chief, what do you think about this? Um, You know, I guess it'll be good. Uh, Are the characters – did you say the characters were from the movies? Were they going to use the characters from the movies or no? Oh, yeah. It's going to be the actors from the movies. So it's not going to be uh, Phil Lamar in, in the role of Falcon. It's going to be Anthony Mackie, okay. Sebastian Stan, Elizabeth Olsen, and Paul Bettany. So we're not going to see mm-hmm. some kind of chump deal with fill-ins. What kind of budget are they talking about giving this thing? It's going to be more than the normal um, uh, Marvel TV shows. So if you consider how Agents of Shield actually has some pretty has a pretty decent budget to do some of the things they've done, if they put it kind of in between that and more of a movie budget, I think it'll look really good. And these characters don't really need a lot of um, CGI or, or special effects outside of Vision. So for the most part, they could get away with 
Falcon and Winter Soldier just kind of running around and have Falcon fly for like two or three minutes in an episode and call it a night. But, you know, mm-hmm. think of what they're doing on CW with some of their shows. You know it's not as much as what Marvel slash Disney would put into these shows. And especially since they want to make sure they max out all the people who are fans of the movies to come on and subscribe to this subscription service. So I don't think they're going to chump it out. And I think at least for the first run of these seasons, we're going to see them looking pretty close to movie like quality. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm with that. Uh, you know, as I said, as long as, and as long as there's, I guess there's no danger of, you know, you getting into something that's get canceled and and that's probably why to be honest with you guys that i haven't watched the daredevil yet um i think somewhere in my subconscious i'm I'm protesting because because <laughs> the other two got canceled so you know it's one of those things like if i finish watching daredevil at the end of it a couple months later they tell me it's over too so um you know i mean i'm not you know if the characters are, I'd like to see it. I, I'm not gonna lie; it'll be it'll be interesting to see um, what they do week to week, so on and so forth. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Then, uh, you know, I mean, like I said, I didn't want it to kind of do like they did the Flash. We got one Flash we watch, one Flash is on the screen. So it'll be nice that uh, they're actually using the characters from the movie. Because uh, matter of fact. I don't think Anthony Mackie or the other guy does much other than the Avengers movies now, do they? Uh, they do they stuff, but it's not necessarily high profile and not right. so much where they're the star of these different projects. So uh, their right. schedule is so. definitely cleaned out so they can do whatever they need to. Plus, you got to figure, as long as this Marvel money is rolling in, how much other stuff do they really need to do? I think that's Anthony Mackie's thing he's a dude his thing has slowed down since playing falcon like remember he was in like a jasmine bureau he was in like a whole bunch of stuff man i'm like dude i want that dude to play me if they ever do a movie about me now he's i'm like what is this <laughs> four projects lined up for 2019 um really? yeah so i mean he's doing stuff it's just not not as huh. high profile as where he was he was doing okay. some tv shows he was just in The Hate You Give. Uh, last year, he was in Wetlands, Detroit. Um, I mean, so he's doing stuff. But, I mean, when you consider Avengers 3 and 4 were basically shot back to back, there wasn't a lot of opportunities to do much of anything else. So now he's probably opening the schedule up now. Yeah. Yeah, but it's 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 a good move for him. Jace, what do you think about this? Uh, I, I like, I'm going to agree with the guys that I like the fact that, I mean, it's like you're going to have similar actors. I mean, the same actors reminding DC, this is actually how you do it. You just put your money behind the guys and, you know, book them up for a couple of years instead of creating five different universes and having people like, especially kids are like, who, wait, that's not Falcon. That's not, <clears throat> that's not Winter Soldier. What, what, who's this guy? I mean, especially if you're going to make people pay for it, it's like, hey, put a good quality project out. So, and I think uh, with their dy- the dynamic of those two, I think you could make a good show. And depending on how a lady comes, because when is the release date? Is this after Avengers four? Oh yeah, all this stuff is coming uh-huh. next year. 
I mean, okay. again, they haven't announced anything. All they've announced is the Star Wars show, The Mandalorian. Man, how do you say those guys? Mandalorians. Thank you, Mandalorians. Um, that's all they've got. So you know they're going to have a ton of Marvel stuff. And if they do it with eight episode blocks, that frees up the movie actors like Tom Hiddleston, Olsen, Mackie, Stan, Bettany, so they can do stuff and can mm-hmm. and stay in this Marvel universe and play for a little bit for eight episodes. Uh, kind of like shooting a movie, I'd imagine, and then go on to do some other projects. Yeah. And, and also not burning them out, too. I mean, right. I think that's like you do a 22 episode show. It's like you can see kind of, and going just looking back at kind of how, like, I've just recently started looking at like a lot of the CW shows. And I'm just like, you can see the projects start falling off like after the third season. It's like the cre- creativity is not really there. Uh, it looks like the guys are, I mean, they might be into it, but they're really, it's like, oh, yeah, this is a great season because that's what they got to say for publicity. But some of these, I mean, the writers are tired. It's just like, you're just not getting a great product. So when you're talking an eight episode, it's like, hey, we basically flesh out like a movie. I mean, it's a lot longer than a movie, but we flesh it out like a movie. Eight episodes, you guys go on your vacation to some tropical island and then go on your next project. So I think it's a good idea. I mean, I think it's a great move. Agent Carter was around that eight to ten episode stretch, and I thought they used those very well. I mean, there wasn't a lot of filler, and they just kept moving forward with the plot. So, and I know that whoa, didn't quite work out for ABC, but did you? There were a lot of episodes of Agent Carter, especially based on, I guess it was like the first season. It was like we were, there was so much trying to go back into the 1960s. Like, uh, you know, she's got her, uh, she's not getting any respect because she's a woman. But I that thought was that, a I mean, theme, but it wasn't like every episode was just bogged down in that. Like, stuff was happening all the time. It wasn't like, oh gosh, this is just a complete waste of an episode. Now, there may have been some whack moments, but there was, you know, enough happening that it didn't feel worthless. Well, I mean, I thought it was a decent break. For, I always thought it was a nice break for Shield. Uh, yeah. So, uh, I, I thought there was. I, I thought there was probably like I don't know, it was episode maybe. I don't know, it was eight episodes of Agent Carter. Maybe four of them were good and four of them were okay to bad. But I'm thinking they're going to put a little more time and effort into these uh, streaming shows because they're like, hey, if we make a bad product people are going to cut after the third month or something like that. And that's not what they want. So, but I hope, let's say, and and something I say, I really hope is they don't go with the DC universe model of releasing episodes every other week. I I was trying uh, last last night. I was trying to watch Titans and then I found that they didn't have a PlayStation four app. It's like, why don't you have, like that's just like something's like, hey, PlayStation wants to be a vehicle, so you should have an app already ready for it. Hey, Jace. Hey, Jace. Yeah. It'll probably crash anyway, dude. I don't lose. I don't put reviews on apps because you know that just seems wrong, um, considering what we what I do. But I'm just like, I just that one. I was like, dude, I'm really trying to watch this show, and it just keeps crashing. And I'm updated huh. it. I like removed it, put it back on. It just crashed. So I'm like. Oh, I guess you don't want me to watch Titans or anything else. So it was stable at first, and then they fixed something, and it's just not stable anymore. And I need to make sure that's on the air. That DC app is whack just because they haven't stabilized it yet. 
it's a great idea. It's a great concept. And when it works, it's cool. I don't mind watching old episodes of Superboy and stuff like that, right? You know what I mean? I caught I caught Doomsday on it and everything. But that really and they got Batman. I mean, they got Batman on it, so it's it's already yeah. just a winner to me. <laughs> but I was like, right. I mean, it was like, hey, you got you're limited to two two devices, so I had it on my phone, so I got to take that off yep. and then yep. put it onto my uh, Apple TV. And I'm like, okay, so will this work? But it's like again, if I'm releasing, if, as long as Marvel doesn't do one week after the next, it's oh. like people don't want to watch shows like that anymore. It's like that's why yeah. people, I mean, are flocking to Netflix. It's not because they want to watch or every, every, have something to look forward to next week. They literally you know the have reason to why they do that is because they realize that like the CBS All Access app, they would give you a week trial or maybe even 30 days in some cases and if they put everything out at once for binge format people can watch the show the one show that they picked it up for without mm-hmm. having to pay for it so if titans that was, was my plan all yeah. exactly so if titans <laughs> came out all whatever 10 episodes in mm-hmm. one day like netflix does people would be yeah, like right, watch it that day. i got everything yep. i needed cancel my free trial so okay. this allows them to keep an audience and keep people paying every month, and the month-to-month rate is a little bit higher, right? Uh, I, I, I mean, I guess it was seven ninety-nine. It's not terrible, but yeah, I was definitely going for that seven-day trial. I'm gonna watch Titans, maybe a few Superboy episodes for nostalgia, and I might cancel this joint. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, if, if with their library of stuff, you should say, all right, maybe like for the first. 90 days you just release out one titan episode or like maybe it maybe this is the idea maybe you release out one episode for the first 90 days and then after that you go all in like hey we probably got a good audience i mean and make it so the sound of maybe not maybe not do a one month trial like like hey we have enough content here you should be kind of engaged for a year i would now, think so but uh, they did a one-week trial, which is smart, not one month. But that's that's mm-hmm. the smart part about it. And then releasing the, I see what you mean, Jeff. That actually makes sense. That's probably why they did it. But here's a problem. That's cheap. And I, I guess my issue is there's a better way of doing that because they could limit, like Comcast or a few other apps do. They limit, like, or even then, like, when I say apps, I mean like any kind of like application. That's a that's a digital application. A lot of times, the free trial limits certain features, mm-hmm. and instead of limiting features, they just said, "Okay, we're just going to limit the episodes for people that were really into, you know, buying it for the year too." Like, kind of ropes everybody into it. To me, that speaks to a money issue. Just being purely an economic person, uh, budget person. So you, okay, like, so kind of, you're saying like basically like, so if you're in the free trial period. You can watch all of the Titan episodes. You can watch maybe two Titan episodes, but then after that, you got to pay for the monthly or yearly subscription. Exactly. Like yeah. like like when you do com when they do that when Comcast does those or whoever your provider is does those um, Showtime previews whatever, and you can watch almost all the episodes except for like the last two or something like that, right? Like mm-hmm. just to piss you off. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. And I always remember trying to watch Power, and I was like, you know, before Stars really, like, I was like, oh, cool, I got a free weekend, and they, like, killed me on the last two. I was like, oh, come on. So, or, or you know, or somebody did, like, the first three episodes just to rope you, right? So, I mean, yeah. I get that. Yeah, that should they should have done that. 
Like, but that speaks to that, and plus their stability issues, speaks to their budget for this app, which is kind of sad because this is DC Comics. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a new app. Give them time, like an iPhone, to work out all the kinks, and maybe they'll get it together. All of right, course. so that's, those are the streaming deals. Uh, something I thought was really cool and interesting, Ava DuVernay is going to be working on a Prince documentary. And I don't know about y'all, but I am so, so, so tired of hearing and watching whack commercials, bastardizing Prince songs just because they can now. I mean, I watched one the other day, and it was using Let's Go Crazy, and it was such a poor, poor use of Let's Go Crazy. I'm like, this is so ridiculous. I think it was maybe for a credit card commercial. I'm like, really? This is awful. So I'm looking forward to her you know, kind of putting some of the luster back on Prince's career that's been lost ever since he died and people just can use his stuff with no repercussions now. Mm-hmm. See, what do you family. think? Right. Um, I think I think uh the the family's giving that out, ain't they? Yeah. Man, it's terrible. I mean, um I mean what are you gonna do? You know, uh when you're dead I'm sure Prince is, you know, I mean, we're tired of it as, you know, I'm sure Prince doesn't give a damn at this point. Um, and it's funny, I was just thinking about this today. You know, um, for those of you guys who are Redskins fans on here, I know me and you, Chief, aren't. Um, but um, for those of you Redskins fans, so right right off of 12th Street in D.C. is where the uh, the the black dude who used to jump dress up like the uh, American Indian at the game. Mm-hmm. He was like one of, he was like one of your guys like the Giants got license plate guy, the Redskins got that I forget his name, but he was always at the game. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, uh, well, he died about, about two years ago. Mm-hmm. So his house on 12th Street is just I mean it's, it's burgundy and gold. Uh, I know a couple of people who went in and said it's Redskins, everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. All memorabilia, this, that, and the third. He's got signed pictures. He's got everything. Well, about two weeks ago, his house burned down, basically. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure if, you know, his family had gotten all the memorabilia out. You know what I mean? But my thought was, man, I'm, you know, uh, I'm sure glad he's dead. And, and I don't mean that in a in a disrespectful sense. I mean that in a sense that, you know, this guy put together, you know, this 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 house of, you know, took his life collecting things, this, that, and the third, and a fire destroys it. And sometimes you, you know, to be around to watch you lose everything is kind of like, you know, uh, so this Prince thing, you know, I'm like, well, yeah, it's a good thing he he's gone because if he was the type of person who didn't want you know these commercials and these things taken advantage of of you know because we all know he could have very really easily they found him he's he's on life support all this long you know what I mean just a vegetable and they're doing the same thing to him so um, sometimes man when when things you know get to a point sometimes it's better that you die than to than than to live and see certain things happen to you or happen to your family. You know what I mean? So um, as far as Prince Legacy is concerned, I, you know, um, 
I mean, I think this is what happens after you after you die. I think people come in and and they tear apart things that may or may or may not have meaning to you, uh, but definitely don't have any meaning to them. Um, and and they sell your stuff off, or get rid of your stuff. Um, it's unfortunate to see it, but I mean, you know. My stuff will go one day and, and has has all, you know, all of our stuff will one day be on the auction block or wherever it's going to go. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a shame in a way, but like I said, you know, you'll be glad you're not here to see it. You know what I mean? So, yeah, hey, you know what I mean? Like, like, rip, rip Chief Z, by the way, as you speak about him, you know what I mean? Like. That was fun seeing that cat every game, you know what I mean? But, you know, man, I dig what you're saying, I guess. I don't know, man. I mean, there's a way to protect your stuff, right? So why didn't Prince and several other people protect their stuff? You know what I mean? Like, I feel like that's a big thing in the African-American community we always hear about, but I know plenty of people that do, too. It's just, I don't know, man. I just feel like people need to protect their stuff. I I I keep telling myself I need to write a will. I don't have a will. Oh. You know what I mean? I wrote my like, will when I was I like 15 because I was scared that I wouldn't have a will. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and I just kept adding. Yeah, but to I'm it just saying, 15. like, I'm a weird kid, right? You know what I mean? But I think that's important, man. You gotta like leave something behind. I think behind. it's important like, too, but because you are leaving yeah, something but behind, like, you know what I mean? So, I but know. you know, you get to that point where you don't think you're going to die. Like, I, said, in yeah. all honestly, what what I'm saying, not. And I honestly feel like I'm going to wake up tomorrow and the day after and the day after that. So what I'm saying yeah. is, you know, it, it, I, I haven't gotten to that point in my life where I could be like any day yet, you know, let me get this started. And I think oh, I see what you mean. that like, yeah. So I'm saying like at at, at, at a certain point, um, you know, I think that you live your life, you, you put things off because you you feel in in your mind that you have time. You know what I mean? Um you know, so I've gotten, I've gotten, I continuously get reminders that life is short, man. I mean, so you know what I mean, like, so I make sure my stuff's protected, man, because it's not just me. You know what I mean? So okay, so let's start off here with our TV coverage because there's a lot of those to break down. Let me start off a little bit out of order with the Flash. Uh, so just kind of sort of breaking news. Uh, Jesse L. Martin is taking a leave of absence. Uh, I don't know if you guys have kind of noticed, but most of these episodes, Papa Joe has been sitting um, and he hasn't had a very big role so far. Um, that's because he suffered a back injury, apparently, and mm. he's gotten to the point where he can't uh, work. Which sucks Ooh. because this whole family deal with Nora and Barry and Iris kind of needs that Joe touch because he's so great in those scenes. And and that's always been like a hallmark, even when everything else in the series has kind of gotten real sketchy and spotty. Jesse, Jesse L. Martin has been a great performer and very reliable, too. Uh, so no, 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 no time frame on when he will be coming back, but hopefully it will okay. not. Uh, be too long. Oh so, man! Yeah, I know. Because I've been like, is he sick? Is he okay? Because I didn't notice it like the first two episodes, and then people were commenting. Yeah, yeah, it's like, uh, huh? He really isn't moving. So, he was yeah. leaning against the wall a lot. Yeah, he was. Last so joint. Like, Ouch! I was like, oh. 
Something ain't right. So I'm glad to hear it's just a back injury and not something worse. Right. Yeah. So let's break down this week's episode of The Flash. So this time, yeah, yeah, we should talk about this one right now. Okay. So this episode, uh, we learn why Nora is upset with Iris. Because in the future, Iris is protective of her child. And after losing her husband in the Speed Force, during the crisis she decides i don't want to lose my daughter and she puts a power a power dampener on her so she can't tap and access her speed force abilities so basically excess is in the in the span of six months become a superhero join the legion of superheroes and that's about it because she still knows absolutely nothing about being a hero this episode she learned how to make uh, fire extinguishers with her hands. And it's just kind of weird that XS has been in the Legion, yet doesn't know anything about how to do anything with her powers. And it'd be kind of, it, it's like if you were reading about something in the 70s and you had an iPhone at your disposal and then you went into the 70s, you would just, by virtue of being around much later, having access to greater technology, you'd do all right for yourself in the 70s, right? I mean, am I wrong in thinking that she should just be so far advanced from everyone else? She doesn't know anything. I mean, she, uh, I guess, like going, whatever, maybe maybe like historic after crisis, you know, records are spotty and some of the technology got messed up. They have a museum for the Flash. It's but not it a thing. But it, where it doesn't have like a video. I mean, it doesn't show. Why, why, why would it not? Why would a museum not have video? I mean, I mean, Flash doesn't stick around most of the time for video performances. Like most of his little uh, fast stuff is too fast to catch on camera. So maybe that's the case. Like crisis, and she, she knows how to do the lightning thing, and she knew that was her dad's trick. Right. She learned exactly. that from somewhere. Exactly. All Just of this holes I mean, in that plot, man. Just yeah, holes man. In that little plot. It's that's all. Really huge. Huge holes in the plot. When you and play with time like, travel, I'm sorry. When you play with time travel, especially in the CW, there's always seems to be some kind of hole where it's like, wait, that actually doesn't make sense in the yeah. Like they don't have a check balance mechanic guy or, thing. or guy yeah, who's like, wait, 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 wait. If that's the case, then she should know this. Or if she doesn't know this, she definitely should be able to do this. And if she can't figure out how to do if she can't figure out how to put out fires with her hands, how can she beat, beat Barry in a fight? Okay. She, she, okay. I'm, I'm looking at her like, Hey, I, 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 based on like the stuff that's come out, I think she's lying. I don't think she thinks she's seen the Legion of superhero. I don't think she's actually in them. I don't think they would have put her in there in six months. I think most of the stuff she actually says is a lie. Like, I don't think she, she's done anything. She's, I mean, other than having the, inhibitor trip i think i mean that's maybe that's the big lie of the season is she's a freaking liar like maybe she is burying iris's kid but maybe she's just a screw-up i mean because like all dropping it she didn't like drop drop uh, lightning lad's name she's like oh i sp- probably stole the ring from the flash museum so you think like, she's pulling a booster gold yeah i i think she's a complete fraud i kind of like that idea actually jace that's a cool idea yeah. See what they go with it. But you know, the, the West family can only deal with so much heartache. And learning that the, their daughter is a fake 
we just push them over the edge. Well, I kind of like just, it. Now, now they now they would have twenty years to make a good daughter versus a screw up who screwed up the timeline. Yeah, well, you know, hey, she wait, wait, wait. the time frame, so she probably is Barry's daughter. Okay, no, no, no. Yeah, she, they, they did they did a genetic test that she was their kid. But the thing is, how in six months with no training, nobody did she learn how to time travel? Or how did she learn to help Barry with the rocket in the first place? Like right. she knows like how to it. do things. My problem is the writers make her as competent as they need to for each episode so she can learn yeah. how to tap a new power. But it's clear that she should have a lot more competency in doing anything as a hero because it's like, oh, I know how to throw lightning bolts. Oh, I know how to run up buildings, but I can't vibrate because I never learned how to do that. And I don't know how to circle my hands really fast. I mean, it's just. There were basic stuff that if somebody had super speed, you'd figure they'd learn much faster, pun intended. Right. Yeah, and especially if she's supposed to be a CSI, she should know maybe physics and stuff like that. So, I mean, again, advanced the whole problem with they the were, Team yeah. Flash is Barry should know most of the things necessary to be the Flash. Oh, gosh, he yeah. Yeah. He shouldn't need Team Flash. Like they could hang out and be like, "Hey, we're your tech experts," but he should be the one that's doing a lot of the things that he needs them for. But that's just for their whole breaking down the cast, whatever. Which I've accepted because Team Flash is cool, and I like those characters. But yeah, Flash should be the one telling everybody all this stuff. Flash fact: This is how you do this. Oh, okay. You know, it's just they missed that dynamic. But whatever. Uh, Chief, did you watch it? What, what's your thoughts on this episode? Uh, so excess is gay. I didn't see that coming. Um, what you didn't see that coming? No, it was just it was it was a quicksilver moment. I couldn't resist. Sorry. Okay. Okay. Um, let's see what else happened this episode. Um, I don't I don't know what the Sherlock Holmes thing is about. Um, sorry. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, the fact that she's mad at uh, her mother before her mother did something. Um, I don't. I don't know if I understand that. I think it seems to me that she would have went in, even if you, even if your mom had done something in the future. It seems like you would have went in trying to get in her head to do something the opposite. You know what I mean? Like, if I could come back and talk to somebody before they did something, I would try to talk them out of that without really giving on to knowing that I know they did it versus uh, alienating her mother and then hating her for some future for some future situation, you know what I mean? Like right. she's going in, being being a complete jerk, and then mad at her because she did something to her for the future. Well, the way you treating her, why wouldn't she do something to you in the future? You know what I mean? <laughs> like obviously you can't handle. Uh, you're not mature enough to handle anything at at the age you are. <laughs> so, I I, I think they should have went with you know her dropping hints of being nice to a mother, but like, yeah, mom, I would never do such and such. 
You know what I mean? Versus like just treating her like garbage the whole time for for crimes she's yet to commit. Um, that is a very good point. Okay, is X supposed to be a teenager or an adult? See, when she was introduced in the comics, she's a teenager, which is like okay, but I don't know how old XS is supposed to be in the series because like she acts like a teenager. Yeah, she acts like a teenager, but she's like an adult. She has to be like twenty six at least because the Flash has been missing for twenty five oh, years. Yeah, so well, she acts like a kid. She does ninety percent of the time. A little too kiddish. And it's like so I feel like they're straddling that line because the only source material is excess as a child. You know what I mean? So yeah, I it's weird. But go ahead, Chief. What else you got on that? Um, it's sad to hear about the joke situation. I I didn't know. Um, oh, it just came out today. Yeah, I, I you know uh, I wish they would get on with uh, Caitlyn and her power. Um. Or, or something like like that's kind of dragging out like like there was really like this very little movement each episode with this you know what I mean mm-hmm. um I wish they would kind of get into it like what are we, what are we gonna do here uh, what else is there on that episode uh the the the, the phone oh, check the well, long as man, so you know that he's he's gonna be him. What are you gonna do? But at least he's not totally the the, the dude he was. Yeah, like, so he was actually useful I, this I, episode. Right, I can I can deal with him um, versus what he used to be. Um, you know, versus Yaja Binks, because um, that's who he kind of reminded me of. Um, <laughs> So we get this this whole flash thing. It was it was better. Um, you, you know, there's some things you're definitely right about the timeline. There's some things that's got to be fixed. Uh, and I don't know exactly what Sherlock Holmes has figured out by just looking at her exactly. But we'll see. And um, there was you know there was no real progress on Cicada. It's like some some weeks I don't know if they're really actively looking for somebody. Oh, you, know, you know what I mean? Like they're like, well, we figured out what he like, but yeah, like you you're not gonna scour the city or or anything. It's just or set a trap for him. They're like, well, uh, he may find out so and so's a, a meta human and come after her. And I'm like, is that kind of what you want the the, <laughs> the 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 villain to to come to you rather than you know what I mean? Like you can set a trap, but you know. I guess it is what it is. Um, so, you know, Flash is it's 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 steady. I'll give it that. It's 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 steady. It, it we'll see if it uh if they drag out this guy for the next uh, twenty six episodes like they did my man. Um, it's good to see uh, what's his name, Chris Klein, get a get a role. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you know what I mean. Um, he has I haven't I don't I don't know if I've seen him in anything since uh American Pie. So but yeah, so I mean that's that's my flash for this week. Okay. Um let's see. I I, I think one thing that they've always fundamentally handled wrong with the villain of the season 
is they kind of introduce him and then the team is left kind of scrambling trying to find them locate them track them down and then they get the villain of the week who's more of a distraction and this is also the problem with the flash in particular because most of these cats barry should take out in no time and if he's really looking for somebody he could find them and with other speedsters like excess kid flash jesse quick there should never be this thing of like hey where's this person who we know is a problem like at least with the thinker he was in another dimension so they worked around it but man i just think that you know it took them so long to figure out hey spencer is the one making the news but you know where she is located you can track down her phone why are you going through this whole motion of let's slowly figure out what's going on with her like that didn't make any sense to me and it was like okay she's clearly the one that's making the news iris you figure that out why don't you just have somebody just look for her? and how long would it really take barry and excess to search the city for her? and uh let's see i have a big point on this but i will let you uh and jace talk about your thoughts on it and then i will wrap with my final take on it so gunner what do you think of the episode Lee. Uh, everything Kat said, you know, I mean, everybody said the same, pretty much same thing that I was thinking, like, you know, excess, I'm, I'm, there's something she's hiding, so that's cool. I don't think she's a complete booster gold situation, but something's there, you know what I mean? But whatever. You know, getting mad at your mom for the future joint, that's weird. You know what I mean? Like, that's a, that's like Minority Report. Like, there was a whole, like, movie about how moral that may be or may not be. Like, nah. So, whatever. But, you know, mother, daughter, you know, father, son, whatever, you know, kids, parents, there's always going to be something. So <laughs> there it is. But, you know, that's what's going to happen. So I, I don't mind that. Um, I do have an issue, you know, with her not like, it's just, she's kind of inconsistent. You know what I mean? It's like I, the whirlwind thing should be the first thing you learn. Cause that's like the second thing Flash learned besides running. Right. So, so I, I don't know. Like that's just seemed weird. But I am truly, unequivocally tired of all the Wellses. It's time for him to find another job. Time to stop <laughs> with the crappy French accent that definitely broke. I, I, I remember I turned my head, looked at my son, and then I heard it. And I was like, he just broke his accent. He like literally broke his accent for like a whole sentence. And I was just like, he's, he's having a hard time holding that accent. I'm sitting here like, you must be having a hard time reading the script, too. And just like, this sucks. Like, why am I still on this show? Like, <laughs> I'm just so tired of it. Like, we really needed another Wells. And they just kept finding an excuse to have another Wells slash comic relief. I'm like, I don't care who this guy is. Sherlock, Sherlock. Like, he should be surely off the show. Like, I don't, I don't dig this dude. That's like my main gripe with the show. Like he is the most pointless thing ever. Like they, they, he's so pointless. They made Ralph look good. Let's be clear about that, especially this episode. So I'm good. You know what I mean? I'm a little tired of the Iris excess uh, uh, drama. You know what I mean? Nora, Nora needs to get over herself. It's like, oh, this is what millennials end up being in the future. Dang. Like, why are you mad at me for something I ain't do yet? I don't stop like 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 I said like stop me from doing it. 
don't know. It just seemed weird. But then, you know, the temporal theory of everything, if she stopped her from doing that, would she disappear? Like, she'd be like, oh, I didn't even need to come back to the future. Come back from the future. I'm just going to disappear now. I don't know. Who knows? Anyways, Ooh, I thought see, I thought episode this is episode three. Episode three was or is this four? I think it's three. I think it's three, right? I think it was a strong episode as far as you know. I mean, we just watched the whole you know, <laughs> we watched the whole last season of like the whole last part of last season. Sorry, um, of like just they didn't know the. It felt like the writers didn't know what to do with this villain, so. It's just a matter of well, I don't see the point of Wells. Um, I don't think they could have tracked the old girl's phone, by the way, because they they kind of ran that excuse, like they shut that down because of the bomb threat. They shut down all the cell towers or something because of the bomb threat or something like that. I don't know how that worked, but sure. But she was still using her phone, so I didn't understand. Thank you. Anyway. Everyone was still using their phone, <laughs> including Nora, who has a cell phone from the future. And I'm sorry if you gave me like an old Qualcomm phone or like something with <laughs> keys on it, exactly. like actual keys on it, I'd have an issue figuring it out. If they so gave her a flip if you're phone. like, right, like they basically did compared to like what, 26 in the future, 26 years yeah. in the future? I'm just talking like Blackberry 10 years ago. I'm, don't give me that thing. My fingers don't really work that way anymore. So that was 10, what? Not even, yeah, that was like 10 years ago. Come on, man. Yeah, there were some holes, but I, I'm actually enjoying picking the holes in the show now. <laughs> it's actually kind of funny. So yeah. that's where I'm at. Like, you know what I mean? I'm like, it's a strong episode considering what we've already been through. And I'm tired of all the Wells's. What's his name? Needs to get off the show and find another job. <laughs> all right, Jace, what'd you think? <laughs> Okay, I liked it today. Let's let me give you my quick. Uh, first off, I, I was glad that uh, Barry actually treated his wife like she mattered, and he's been like basically letting Nora act like a spoiled child since she grew. I mean, shut up. But I'm glad he's like, I don't care. She's right. It's like obviously, you know, she had a reason for dampening your powers because you're an idiot now. So why does he need to do that? Why did you have to grow up to know that? So. <laughs> The next thing is, I, I like the elongated man part, except it made no sense for him to go in costume to the to the um, factory. It was just like, hey, in case anybody's here who could be a supervillain, I'm here. We may be on to you. Uh, the next thing is, after they figured out the dude's got some lung issue, he's got a kid. I'm pretty, I, all of us here are pretty reasonable and rational, and you know, well, we're pretty logical. If we had that information and a supercomputer, I'm pretty sure we can narrow it down to the five guys who have kids, breathing issues, and figure out who Cicada is. But, so this doesn't require 22 episodes. Like, this figure out, like, okay. Here's a guy who's got a kid who's in the hospital, probably got hurt. Oh, yeah, it's him. Let's speed around him before he gets his uh, cicada powers and put him in the pipeline. Season's over. So I, I got a problem with that. Uh, so I don't see how he, stretching this dude out for 22 episodes is, doesn't make sense right now. Uh, glad to see that Cisco was so missed. Uh, 
they just had the duplicator of his power, and yeah, they don't need Susco anymore at all. That was so. Cheap. Oh, I caught that. Yeah, I was like, what? Wait, wait, wait. How is she gonna get? Oh, really? <laughs> like that question is, how is she going to get to the stadium? That. Oh, are you serious? <laughs> that was my exact <laughs> thought. Yeah. It's like, oh, you, you used to be a genius, but uh, now you, before it was your tech wizardry. Now you don't really need. We don't need your tech. Uh, the Flash dude is, you know, from the future, so we don't need you for that. So, what are you really here for? Nothing. Damn. Thank you for your, thank you for your contribution. It's like uh, the plight of the black R and B singer when Robin Thicke came on the scene. The first album. <laughs> Damn. They were like, why do we need black people singing R and B? Got Robin Thicke. We we're got good. that dude that sound like Baby Thicke. Like, you know what I mean? We got rappers John to B. rap on your song too. We're good. John B, Justin Timberlake. And we got M and what's his name? That dude that won the Emmy, the Oscar, the uh, the uh, the uh, whatever, the, the Grammy. No, not that cat. The Grammy. Well, yeah, what's his name? You know, the dude with the thrift shop song. Oh, Macklemore. Yeah, Bama won a Grammy. Remember that? That was ridiculousness. Yeah, it happened. They were like, we don't need black folks anymore. Y'all, we we got rap, we got R&B. You done. All right, that's Jay, what it felt like now? with Cisco. No, no, I'm, 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 like, I'm sorry. So, that just felt like that's what they did with Cisco, man. Like, I'm just, <laughs> sorry. I mean, it was like, just gone. <laughs> I guess my thing is, is like, the, to stress this season out doesn't make sense. It's like you got to come up with somebody else, and it can't be the villain of the week. It's almost got to be like half the season. Nora's is some evil speedster or something like that. Like, there's. This dude, I mean, and it definitely haven't done that before. I know. I mean, like, <laughs> it's like, I mean, we get Cicada. I mean, what's not? No, it was Sabotage, but it's like Cicada is a murderer who basically they have all the pieces to figure out who he is. I mean, it's, this should be a two and three episodes. They should wrap the season up. Like, again, this is why it's a great idea for. You know, Black Lightning saying, "Hey, we could go to 22 episodes and stress this thing way too, way too much, but we'll 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 do 13 episodes of tight episodes and make them good." So I I'm 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 skeptical on how this season's gonna go because I'm I'm actually tired of the excess character already. Like she just seems like a she seems like a teenager in a show that doesn't need teenagers because it's like just that extra jerk factor is just like. I got I got stupid wells here, and then I got a jerk teenager, and then there's a murderer here. It's like y'all figure out what, what dynamic y'all want to go with, and and now losing Joe for a little while, he's like, oh man, this this, this thing's gonna it's suffering now. So, I mean, as much as I said a couple of weeks ago, Jeff, you might want to take a couple of weeks off in the Flash. I might be taking a couple of weeks off the Flash just to kind of give myself a breather on this one. Now I have to go in on the part of this episode that just drove me nuts. This is the CW's inclusion. Everyone is welcome. So why not let Nora be gay? I don't care if Nora's gay. I don't care. I have a problem. The CW and the Arrowverse writers in particular have no concept of how relationships in real people work. Just because someone's gay doesn't mean the person they're interested in is also gay. 
And it doesn't mean that they're interested in them. Yet every time you see somebody who's gay or lesbian on this show, they decide, I like him, I like her. And immediately that person that they like is also interested in them. It is ridiculous. This doesn't happen in the real world. You know, just because I think some chick is hot does not mean that she's going to be interested in me. And just because some dude thinks, hey, this dude, he could get it, doesn't mean that in the real world, that dude is feeling that dude. That just doesn't happen. And the CW Arrowverse does that all the time. Nobody strikes out if you're LGBT in this universe. We've seen it on Black Lightning. We've seen it on Arrow. We've seen it now on The Flash. Nobody strikes out. And that's just unrealistic. Also, why is Nora gay? I mean, what point purpose does this mean to have her be gay? Is it because, oh, wait, Singh isn't on here enough? And again, like I mentioned this a few episodes back, the LGBT population in America is 5%. And then there's 6% Asian population. And there's 17% Latino. You do not see, I mean, geez, the show actually had its Latino character sideline. So that means if you needed a Latino character to watch in the Arrowverse this week, you had to watch Renee to cover that box. They don't seem to care about other or being inclusive to anyone else. Like we don't see any, uh, we don't see any Asian characters that I can recall their name since season three of Arrow which is ridiculous. And we've got Cisco, we've got Renee as two regular Latino characters. We may see Gypsy, we may see her dad pop up in an episode, but across five shows, Legends of Tomorrow, I don't think has ever had a Latino character even in the mix with them. And let's see, uh, Supergirl is, Supergirl literally has more aliens than it has Asian or Latino characters. That's stupid and crazy. I don't understand how this network that trumps itself for being so diverse and inclusive can continue to ignore it in their superhero branch, yet make sure that every uh, LGBT character is represented. How, how does the Arrowverse have more transgender characters than it does Asian characters? Like, really? That's just, that's just off the wall to me. And they need to do a better job of fixing and being inclusive to everyone. You'll note that I don't say it needs to have more black characters because the Arrowverse actually does a pretty good job on that front. But man, they need more Latinos. They need more Asians. They need more insert other ethnic groups here. Gunnar, what do you think on that? Yeah, I mean, they need to be more inclusive and understanding what that word means. So they need to figure out, I don't know, like they kind of had that with... um, a character who isn't traditionally gay in the comic books, um, is terrific. But then they kind of like, and forgive me for saying, there's a emasculated them. As far as like, like now they've kind of done what they traditionally, what they, what a lot of writers and a lot of um, producers traditionally do to Asian characters, and they're like asexual people, right? So now it's like, wait, I don't understand. And then why? I must ask why are all the couples interracial? Like, they don't have to be, right? Like, is that a rule now? Like, what's going on? I don't mind that. I don't care. But it's like, they're like over the top being inclusive where they want to be inclusive. Like, over the top. 
Mm-hmm. Like you said, every gig here is attracted to whoever they whoever they want. They get they now. Yeah. Whoever they see, they get. The only person that really should be able to do that is Sarah because that's her stick, right? You know what I mean? Like that's her thing. Like I don't I don't know. Like you know what I mean? Like ugh, I don't care as much. I don't I don't know if I care as much as you, Jeff. But I've just noticed certain patterns. And I feel like they're being inclusive where they want to be inclusive. And then kind of leaving out everything else. And I guess, you know, you can't have, you know, you can please some of the people all the time. It's all the, you can't please everybody all the time or whatever that saying is. But mm-hmm. I, I, it's starting to be a pattern where, wait a minute, shouldn't after countless seasons of each show, we're at least in what, season four of each show, except for Black Lightning, right? By now... I think you can get rid of the formulas. And let me let me take it back a little bit off of the inclusive uh, conversation. I think they need to change the formulas a little bit more anyway. We don't need a team of everybody working with this person, and they're kind of breaking it up with Arrow finally. Uh, we don't. We may not need that 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 gay character falling in love with the first person they see all the time. Because let's be clear, Flash was missing a gay character, so they were like, "Well, let's just throw it on SX today." And I don't, I don't know. That seems lazy to me. Mm-hmm. I think that's the part that's getting to me. It's yeah. starting to get look lazy. It's not the fact that I have a problem with, you know, seeing it on TV or whatever. I mean, I mean, what I saw last episode, I'm just gonna leave it at that because I'm a heterosexual male. But I'm sitting here like, hmm, that could be a good thing to watch. But <laughs> why are they being lazy? about who they just lay that on like oh here's a new character let's make them gay because well, everybody else isn't like it's just i don't instead of just in, introducing the captain the police captain mm-hmm. and flash he's gay he's Same. married mm-hmm. yeah perfect like the way they introduced that was casual it was fine. It was wonderful. They're not. It feels like with excess, they're like really like, hey guys, we got a fortress point on you right here and here while she's in love with the villain. Right. <laughs> it made no sense. So I think that was my. The villain also had to be gay. It was like, why would she be gay? She didn't. I mean, it's just so. Random. I mean, are we supposed to believe in the? I mean, I have friends in the gay community a lot, and I sound like you know, I sound like a white dude. That I have a lot, a lot, a lot of black friends, but at the same friends. time, I'm sitting here like. Yeah, but at the same time, I haven't, I haven't seen that kind of success with them, right? So, you know what I mean? I'm just like, they're, they're, I haven't seen that kind of success in me. I haven't seen that kind of success with anybody. It's like, yo, I'm attracted to you. Cool. Congratulations. Right. So we're both supposed to believe that it's love at first sight each time. That's yeah, that's really interesting. Yeah. It's just the fact that I think we're seeing the fact. I mean, there's a whole another. There's like so many issues with this. But part of it is also we don't see a lot of representation of gay people on TV in general. So the fact that we're seeing like this instant chemistry situation, uh, it just seems so unrealistic to me and forced. And that's the issue, forced. And we don't see the you know the realistic part of it a lot of times on television. We're getting better at it nowadays since like Will and Grace, but you know, CW seems to be forcing it on the characters, not the audience. Like, you know, a lot of like racist people or whatever say, like, no, they're forcing it on the character where it doesn't really need to be there. And yeah. that's kind of disingenuous to me. Yeah, because I feel like if XS was straight, 
it wouldn't matter. It wouldn't affect her character whatsoever. Like it would, I, I feel like it wouldn't have even been mentioned if she were straight, but it was a huge right. thing of like, Hey, let's make sure everybody knows that she's, she's into chicks and maybe she's bisexual and who cares, but it's just this whole thing of like, I don't care about excesses relationships. We're focusing on her relationship with her mom because honestly, she's not going to be around next season. So who she's screwing doesn't matter. So eh, anyway. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't mind them introducing it, but it just was forced. Like, just fall in love with the villain real quick. And if they never mention it again in the episode, I'm really going to be a little pissed. They might never like mention it again in the season. Yeah. In another episode, it's a season. That's why I'm like, if they don't even like kind of cover this this season at all again, then that kind of proves our point, right? Like they're just forcing it. Like, by the way, here you go, and then we're gonna move on from this now. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> Chase, am I am I am I getting a little too worked up over this unnecessarily? Or what's your take on it? It's not about the fact who the character is or what the orientation is. I think it's more so how they introduce them. Sometimes they introduce them like a like a one to grow on. You remember one to grow on Saturday morning? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and that's why and that's why you should never treat so and so like this. And that's one to grow on. And um I don't like I don't need a PSA. You know what I mean? Just if you're gonna bring the character in, bring them in, in a normal way. You know, um, it doesn't have to be over the top. It doesn't have to be a, hey, look at me um, way. You know what I mean? And I think a lot of times where I'll be like, uh, here comes the introduction because they bring it in in such a way that you can't help but notice it. You know what I mean? Um, I, I got a term when, when, when I put on a nice outfit and step outside, I call it peacocking. And a lot of times, that's how they bring in a character. They bring it in a peacock way, a fancy, showy way. And you're just like, that's unnecessary. You you could just work the character in however, but it doesn't have to be a PSA, one to grow on announcement. Um, you know, and um, just, you know, with, Nor- with the excess last night, the way, you know, she was geeked out. Like, you know what I mean? Like uh, uh, like Fisher Fisher Price, my first gay woman. You know what I mean? It was like <laughs> like she she like she had never seen another girl before. That she, mm. I was like, okay, you know, what I mean? like you know, you could just you could have just gave her a once over and we would have got it. It was just a subtle once over. You know what I mean? She, you know, I thought she was gonna catcall at one point. So <laughs> I'm like, you don't you don't have to go in that hard. You know, you you don't have to go in that hard. You can do things, you know, subtle like like uh, Kid Flash's parrot. We all noticed that. There was, <laughs> there, there was no there was no sign pointing to Kid Flash's perm. but definitely like, was like, oh, we don't get a sample. You know what I mean? So you don't need to put a sign on it. Just bring it in, and we'll we'll you know we're we're at the point where. We'll pick it up. You know what I mean? We're old enough where we get the jokes in Family Guy. So we'll we'll notice the this, this little subtleties of the exchange. 
You know what I mean? You don't have to slam it in our faces on anything, on any character, about anything. And that's just the whole thing. Like you, 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 you bring in these these certain situations, and like I said, you you put a neon sign over them. And I'm like, well, why? Why did you have the neon sign? Why couldn't it have been an easy transformation into whatever it was going to be? Like, Very stop, stop PSAing right. it. Yeah, right. and that, and that's my point. You know what I mean? This is a PSA in it. Stop doing that. You just 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 bring it in. Just bring See? it in. You know what I mean? Listen, Jimmy Olsen, I am transgendered. I think we need to say this about the aliens, too. <laughs> like, exactly. First of all, I'm your freaking boss, intern. Second of all, <laughs> I got Thank you for your truth. Haven't you heard my inner monologue the entire episode? Thank you. Why don't you tell Brainiac that instead of like, yo, find me. Look. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Okay. So moving on. Sorry. Because because she summed it up. Oh yeah. She she segued us perfectly into Supergirl, the show that the CW writer or the Arrowverse writers attach big neon signs and a sledgehammer called subtlety. So this last episode, we got to see uh, the rise of the anti-immigrant white power. Wait, wait, wait. Anti-alien. Agent Liberty. And I feel like Supergirl's writers have no idea how to subtly introduce something without trying to be like, hey, what's going on in the real world? This is our version of it, too. And I feel like because of that lack of subtlety and and just unwillingness to, to kind of paint something slowly and let it develop, they're missing the point. And I feel like they're always wrong with this Supergirl alien thing and people actually being upset about it. Like, okay, sure. People, and, and so we learned about Agent Liberty's backstory. And throughout this thing, I'm like, well, where is he wrong? Where is he wrong? Where is he wrong? Where is he wrong? He's complaining that people, that aliens can come and take jobs because they have more strength and ability to do things, which is true because, you know, companies always look for cheap, easy, manual labor, and especially if they can get it done faster with people with powers. Okay. And, um, like, he's, he's at first, he's not as bad as his dad, and he's quite progressive. We don't call them roaches. But after the Daxamite invasion, he starts thinking a little bit differently than after the Kryptonian invasion, which was first. And I got that out of order. He's like, hey, you know what? Maybe things are, aren't quite as good as uh, we were thinking here. And then when Martian Manhunter drops an alien in front of his house and burns it down. By the way, how long did it take Martian Manhunter to beat one dude with an alien gun? Like, come on, man. That's crazy. And burns his right. house down. He's like, you know what? These dudes aren't any good. So he gets fired from his job. And uh, because he's he's speaking out against, against the alien menace. But in three seasons of Supergirl, all they focus on is the alien menace. So I don't quite understand where we're supposed to think this guy who we've actually seen all this horrific stuff happen to him, including his father's death, is wrong. And I feel like he's the bad guy. He's clearly doing things that are not good. He's killing aliens, beating them up. But the show is not doing a great enough job of, of making his point the wrong one. Uh, Jace, help me out. Where am I, where am I going wrong here? 
Okay, I'm sorry. I, I wasn't actually trying to cough over you when you were talking about that. I just got some caught in my throat. But that when we were kind of making sure we got everything covered for this show, I was very much like, Jeff, you got to watch this episode before we start talking about the show. Because, again, they do it wrong. <laughs> it's like, hey, our planet actually has been invaded three to- two times by foreign invaders who have more power than us. Like, how are we as people not supposed to feel, hey, we need some protection, government? Hey, wait a minute. Our government has actually been invaded by somebody we didn't know. Well, shoot, of course they're not protecting us. Like, <laughs> it's, 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 it's like, again, this is the bad and thing. Don't forget it. the alien pr- president. And that's what I'm saying. Like, the president is actually an alien. It's like, wait a minute. Like, not only you gave him amnesty, and then we find out you're, you actually basically gave amnesty to your brother. Like, wait a minute. That, I mean, like, I'm sorry. That's like giving a pardon to your brother after, you know, he's killed a couple people. Oh, yeah, he's fine. Wait a minute. That's your brother? Wait a minute. I, we, we didn't know that. Like, if you give us the information, like, hey, you know, I'm an alien, but I'm also thinking we should also read other aliens coming in. That's no problem. But when you lie and then it's like, wait a minute. So the president's an alien. We've been invaded twice. And now we truly, I mean, like, as I, I was trying, I trying to make this point, like, to Gunner. I mean, like when we're talking on our little text message thread, it's like he's basically like, hey, we actually are at a 100 percent disadvantage. We have to protect ourselves. And it's like, yeah, it's like, I mean, we see Superman and Supergirl doing whatever you want. A dude literally drops another guy through my roof and just takes him off. Doesn't even say, hey, let me call the fire department. Just no, your, your place is burning. You'll be all right. What the hell is anybody supposed to feel? It's like, hey, it made no sense. It's like, how are you making, you're supposed to make this murderous killer unsympathetic. And you failed miserably. I mean, it's like, oh, so he's taking out Supergirl. I mean, she barely got rid of taking out all the Kryptonians last time. And now I'm sure that somebody finds out Argo's still alive. But guess what? We got a whole other civilization of people who can do the exact same damn thing as Supergirl. What's going to stop them from being Daxamites? Nothing. It, it, it's just like, again, it's just like you have to make your bad guy actually be. I mean, and I think you said this like years ago when it came to like Lex Luthor on Smallville. It's like you have to make your bad guy actually wrong. It's not, it can't be a, it has to be, here's the truth, but they've looked at it the wrong way. And Supergirl, again, they make this guy 100% right. I mean, he's supposed to be the bad guy, but his perspective isn't wrong. It's like, if you have this life experience, how would you not be on this path? Like, you're not like Lex Luthor consistently getting lied to. It's 100% like, hey, here's the truth, and we're still screwing you over. Like, like how is he wrong? <laughs> so I, I was just like mind-boggled by this episode. I'm just like, come on, guys. He's like, prove him wrong. Like, where is he wrong? And he failed about it miserably. So uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm flabbergasted, as you can see. So I don't know. What, what do you All think? Right. What do you guys think? Gunner? <laughs> uh, yes, they're doing it wrong, but they don't have a – I think they lost – he dude lost me when he went into the classroom and was just like, well, your complexion, I will believe that. I'm like, yo, 
Yeah, that was racist. Yeah, that was good. I was racist. sitting here like, yo, that, that's the main reason why I didn't go to a predominantly white college, because I didn't want to hear that crap. Um, So I'm like, yeah, that's where that's where I was just like, OK, now I can I can be annoyed at you. But I feel like here's where I'm at now. Go back to the forcing thing. I feel like they forced that out of them. You get what I mean? Like the writers, was like, that was a little more um, heavy handed than he has been before and after that. You get what I mean? He's been subtly racist and subtly crappy, right? Like, you know what I mean? Up until that point. And then let me just be blatant here so you have a reason to hate me. You know what I mean? But then at the same time, I'm like, wait a minute. And then, they, you know, then he beat that innocent uh, alien that stabbed him in the thing by accident. You know, I'm like, yo, like, I get that's your defense mechanism, but screw you. Like, that hurt. You know what I mean? But, you know, you had to kill the cat. So he kind of lost me. You know what I mean? I get it. They did enough to say... Okay, this is a bad guy now. He's turned bad. Okay, his reasoning wait, before hold on, hold on, his reasoning before turning bad. Uh, yeah, which y'all like? They're not the writers aren't doing it right as far as comparing today and what's happening now with everyone who is human. By the way, and I think that's the part they're missing. Mm-hmm. Everyone here is human. Yeah, we're people aren't stealing your jobs, and you know, you know, I have a big thing about. Um, you know, the guy that is working at McDonald's pissed off that or got fired from McDonald's is pissed off at foreigners coming in and being doctors and lawyers because, you know, they trained elsewhere and you didn't train anywhere. You know, there's no comparison here, guys. So I get that. You know, these are all humans. They're well trained. These are people that are coming in at a country in a country that's supposed to be inclusive, according to its constitution and everything else around us and what we've been brainwashed as and really in the entire world about what the United States is about. So, you know, there's no real comparison to what there's going on in Supergirl and this, because we're talking about humans. Um, but here we are talking about aliens with super strength and everything else. And it's like, okay, I get what you guys are trying to do heavy handedly saying illegal aliens. I get it. But I get that they're, they're trying to do an X-Men thing, but they're even missing that point too. Right. So, you know what I mean? X-Men are just humans with extra abilities because it's an evolution. There's a complete difference than, you know, a Martian coming in and just like, let me read your mind real quick. What? You're not supposed to be able to do that. What the hell? <laughs> You're invading my country and you can literally take us over right now. Now I understand that X-Men and that's the fear in X-Men as well. But there's, a, again, they're all human. There's a difference. So, yeah, I get that they're not they're not doing it right. It just seems a little off and heavy-handed is the word I keep using. It's just off. And I feel like they really want to make a point so bad that they don't see how off this is and how disingenuous this sounds and how I'm kind of like, yeah, I get where this cat's coming from. So, But at the same time, I think they made enough enough uh like two main things that was like okay you kind of crossed the line there you're a bad guy got it okay all right has magneto any kill has magneto ever killed anybody to your knowledge well let's say he killed uh uh, x-men 150 (laughs) he um some submarines he imploded or uh otherwise destroyed with uh I think it was U.S. or maybe it was Russian uh, officers inside, but he has killed people. So yeah. Okay. Go ahead, Jace. Well. Okay. All right. 
Well, I, I guess my, my other things like he, he makes the like the subtle like thought. He's like, wait a minute, why are the FBI? Why is the FBI working on this case? I mean, like when he's like, he's like, wait a minute, this it, now it's like, hey, wait a minute, there's a secret that I don't know, and y'all are working with aliens. This makes no sense because this isn't supposed to be your jurisdiction. I mean, so it's like again, he's like, hey, there's a big egg secret that I'm not involved in and then find out like all this other stuff is like where where is where is he supposed where is where is his where is he wrong i mean like the roaches thing like when he's like the complexion things like everybody should have walked out like oh you're you're just an a-hole like oh yeah you've lost yeah i'm kind of pissed the brothers didn't walk out like every brother didn't walk out i was like wait why is he standing there dude this is literally the same thing oh wow yeah, like that, racism like is done in this universe right mm-hmm. okay no like, but again, they missed that point. It's like, it's like, yeah. you know. but again, you, you guys think, oh, it's going to just be somebody's offended. It's like, no, it should be. And there's times when everyone should be offended, but you guys missed that point. But then, yeah, exactly. It's off, right? Right? Yeah, I'm just, that's, that's I what haven't it is. quite put my complete finger on it, but there's just, it's just off to me. It feels heavy handed, but at the same time, just not. Scratching the surface, you know what I mean. You know, I, I know uh, what it is. And I'm, and I'm Are there any black writers in that? That's what it is. That's, that's exactly thinking. what I'm gonna say. It's Thank somebody you. who it's somebody who has the theory of what being oppressed is, not somebody actually listening from the I mean, from the experience of somebody who's had to deal with that. Like, as their bits, like I don't know if there's a Hispanic person in that writing room. Like, hey, this is what I'm feeling right now, or this is. You haven't talked to somebody's black grandmother who had to actually, especially during this time of voting. Like I actually had to. I like we couldn't sit in the in the front of the bus. We we couldn't vote. Like they don't. It seems like I think I heard about this in a history book. So this is what it's like versus somebody right. secondhand knowledge. Like this is what it's like. This is how the fear I would feel right now if I was in this situation. And I, I think that's theory. the biggest thing they missed. I have a theory. I think maybe they were trying to see, trying to play both sides. You know, the Trumpers, you know, the Trumpers, right? Like, this is how they feel, right? And then they crossed the line and now they're bad, right? You know what I mean? Like, maybe that's what they were trying to do very poorly. Just throwing that out there. Like, yo, yeah, they lost their jobs. Yeah, still, you know, they didn't, they couldn't adapt. And as a capitalist, I'm sorry. There's no excuse for that to me. I'm sorry. As somebody that's always had to adapt, as a as a black man in this country who have descend, you have descended from people who have always had to adapt, <laughs> because it's not like they handed us jobs. We had to adapt and learn and keep going and keep going. So when I hear, you know, uh, we're not going to go there today. But also, when I Lena, saw Lena, that on Supergirl, Lena, Lena said, "Hey, I'll give you guys money to adapt." Now nah, we don't want it. Right. I don't want to adapt. I don't want to learn nothing new. And, you know, I feel like that was kind of a dig to the coal miners who didn't want to relearn something. Remember that story? Yeah. So I'm like, uh, mm, so I felt like, you know, they were trying to give them a little bit of an excuse of why they do this, trying to play both sides, but they really just kind of went in (laughs) and kind of went left on the whole situation. That's why everything just seems off to me, man. You think it's? I, I hope there's some minority writers in there, but I just don't think there are. I think there's a lot of people that empathize but don't experience. 
Yeah, I think we should move on to Walking Dead now. Because we're, we're getting around that time here. Uh, Gunnar, I know you're going to sit this part out. Yep. But this is going to be the last episode of this week. Or Sunday is going to be Rick Grimes' final episode for now and definitely for this season. Uh, there's conflicting reports that he's going to be dead by the end of this episode. And based on some of the flashbacks, it kind of looks like that's going to be the case. I'm hoping that he does not get killed. But before we break down next week's episode, let's talk about this one. Uh, there is a big conspiracy. Maggie and her cronies, Daryl, and this random uh, Oceanside uh, resident was conspired to take out old Negan, uh, but they had to get there. And apparently this time it took forever to get from the hilltop to Alexandria, which was odd because I feel like they get there so much faster in every other episode. Anyway, Daryl decided he was going to take Rick on a fast track to get there and they ended up getting into a tussle and falling into a monster pit. And this led to another cool Walker uh, moment where Walker's from a herd started falling into the pit. And this season has been awesome about these Walker death traps and they just kind of come out of random places and become this big nuisance because there's so many of them. And that was cool. Daryl and Rick kind of seemed to patch things up and resolve their issues. And if you kind of noticed, there was this subtle thing where Rick was kind of saying goodbyes, but not saying goodbyes to Carol and Eugene and, so you got this kind of sense of finality that, okay, maybe this is their uh, way of writing Rick out and everybody kind of thinking of these last words that Rick uh, puts on them before he's out of here. Uh, let's see. Maggie is still en route to kill Negan by the time the episode ends, but it's Michonne that has a long conversation with him. And apparently Negan really is heartbroken and missing his girl, Lucille, and he wants to see his back. Michonne is acting like everything is cool and she's unaffected by Negan's words, but uh, the sights of a bat on the road and in a children's book clearly has her rattled. So all is not well in Michonne's head when it comes to Negan. Now, something that I was kind of interested on, there was a walker or maybe it was just a black guy who was hung and became a walker. And so I'm curious if we're going to see some instances of that walking dead has largely been colorblind since merle got killed but uh angela king the new showrunner seems to be approaching a lot of uh you know just just tackling a lot of different issues just in these first three or four episodes so maybe we're going to get a look on that too um but yeah at the end of the episode Rick is trying to leave the herd, the herds away from the bridge because for some reason he wants that protected at all costs. And his horse naturally gets spooked because they're walkers. And this is a really cool callback to the very first episode where Rick is on horseback and his horse gets freaked out. He's off the horse and it's a done deal. And this time Rick gets impaled on a concrete slab and time is running out because the herds are closing in on him as the episode ends. And it's this crazy thing like, oh, shoot, they're really going to kill Rick Grimes. But I kind of feel like he has to die in a more heroic way if they actually do kill him. It felt like you were jaded. I think you could watch the last couple episodes and you'll be like, oh, wow, this is, it is it's definitely an improvement than what it's been. Now, 
what happens after next week is, I mean, Nick is like next week. I mean, just just looking at how this one worked out, it was like I said, he was saying his goodbyes to everybody. And just like, oh, uh, I know he's going leaving, but and I and I'm sure they don't. I mean, like they do a good job of making it look like the rest of the characters. Like, oh well, it's, you know, it's just Rick being Rick and you know, hopeful and all that. But it was like, huh, okay, they really are doing a good job of like, hey, uh, Rick's Rick's out of here. Uh, why Rick is trying to save the bridge when uh, Eugene said, hey, if it's not finished, it's gone. I, I didn't get that. But, I mean, other than it set up a, a good little moment. <laughs> but it was like, wow, Rick, Rick's, they're going to they're gonna chew old Rick up in a, in a zombie film. But I guess the only reason I didn't think that was going down was basically because of the previews for next week. But it was like, okay, like, I think Rick's, Rick's gone on this one. I don't think there's any coming back for Rick unless you have him go to uh, kind of like how, gosh, what was the girl's name? The one who got taken to the hospital. I can't. I'm, 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 uh, I'm, I'm spacing her name right now. Yeah. Huh? Beth. Yeah. Like maybe maybe you have a Beth type situation, and that's how Rick gets out of it. Uh, but I think uh, Rick Rick is going to become part of the herd. I think. Walking Dead, it's sad if anybody who's jumped off left, because I think this episode has been, a, I mean, this season has definitely improved on the last couple season. It looks like everything that happened made sense, but you also are like, these walkers are a threat. This world is a threat now. It doesn't seem like anything is stable, which I think is a good thing. Because even uh, the saviors, for the most part, they were stable. They were a known commodity. Now this new version of the world Nothing is stable. Like Negan's like, hey, y'all don't. Eventually, y'all are gonna screw up, and I'm gonna get in power again, which is a good unknown. Uh, Michonne is, you can see, is like, I am chomping at the bit. Um, I'm tired of this, but I know it's for the best. But then there's that element. What happens when Rick goes? Indeed. All right, fellas. Any contenders to knock off the champ who made sure he is defending his title strongly? Is this week? <laughs> Kanye said, I have been misled. I've been bamboozled and hoodwinked. I was used, and I'm going to stay out of politics now. Who can knock off the champ? Chief, you got any nominees? The champ is undefeated. Yeah. Circa, Circa Tyson, 85-86. You know what I mean? Uh, this, is, this is what he does. I you know, um, <laughs> I swear, he makes you want to hide your head in the sand like an ostrich. Um, I don't know what's going on with him, man. That is, uh, what do you say? What do you, what do you say? Um, I'm on some, I'm on some Rick James. You know what I mean? Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Uh, it's, it's something going on because it's that's just not normal. It's not normal. And, um, I mean, I've never seen a grown man jump into another grown man's lap and hug that other grown man like he was his dad when he wasn't. You know? Um, I've got nothing. Uh, he's got his new <laughs> album coming out. 
I, listen, his last two albums get none of my money. This album most certainly will not either. Um, I've never liked Yeezys, and I will continue that trend too. Um, he, he's not getting any money from me, you know. So um, he can continue doing his thing, man. I, he is who he is, you know. We we they are who we thought they were. If you want to crown them, go ahead and crown them. You know. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> no disagreement here, Gunner. You got anybody? I I got. I can't think of anyone, man. Yeah, man. Oh, uh, well, let's see. Let's see. Actually, y- y- y'all heard about the girl that went on? I guess. Dr. Phil, I almost said Maury, same thing. Dr. Phil said, um, you know what I mean? She don't mess with black dudes. She hates black people. She black, you know what I mean? All that. Had her mom on stage, and they were like on that. Well, the older sister came out and said, look, mom put him up to this. She wanted a free trip. She's, she's like, she's not well off no more. You know what I mean? That's all a fraud, which, of course, it has to be. Nobody's that silly on in public. Oh, wait. Except for the entire crew, however many they were, of the uh, black Trumpers that came to D.C. Send it on D.C. this weekend. Yeah, that was hilarious. But, you know, again, attention. So, nah, man, other than that, I mean, there's there's no top. They still can't top what this cat is, man. Now he's, like, going back. Oh, man. This dude said, as far as I'm concerned, this dude just got another cocktail of medicine. And to get back right on track. And he was looked at what he did. He was like, oh, my God, what the hell did I do? And then <laughs> trying to backtrack now. Here's my album. Peace. <laughs> you know Jay, what I mean? Like, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I, I think at this point you need to just have a, a, a loudspeaker just saying, the champ is here. The champ is here. I don't think, uh, and, and you know, after refreshing to make sure that the championship title, I mean, in case he didn't feel like he was defending it well enough uh, last week, he, but in that statement he put out yesterday, that was a strong defense. You know, he's got this title on lock for the rest of the year. <laughs> yeah. Undefeated. All right, well, clearly, the champ, man. He, he, he's no, he is taking no L's. All right, fellas, well, that'll do it on this one. Uh, Javon's going to be back. He was out trick-or-treating, so we will make sure to give him the full floor so he can remind us all of his statements that they would not kill Rick Grimes until the end of this season. Right. Lots of good movies out this weekend. Bohemian Rhapsody, the story of Queen, so make sure to check that out. It's pretty good, if for no other reason than to catch all the cool music. And uh, we will be back here bigger better than ever next week thank you fellas thank y'all out there for listening this episode of Lyle's Movie Files has been filed